On this episode of Survivor Angels, I head back to Ireland to catch up with two members of the Paranormal Adventures Ireland team. We're going to revisit our Lep Castle adventure, talk two amazing angel adventures, and they have an exclusive announcement just for you. Stay tuned. It's time for Survivor Angels, an approach to strengthen trauma survivors. Here, you can escape what draws negativity and engage your positive abilities and the gifts that you've always had. Let's activate your angels. And to help you on that journey, here's Chaplain Jody. I am welcoming some dear friends from Ireland today, Shelly and Quiva. Welcome, ladies. Hi, Hello. Great to as see you again. Great to see you too. As uh, uh, those who are actually watching us, as opposed to listening to us, as you can see on the screen, they are members of Paranormal Adventures Ireland. They love to investigate, shall we say, the afterlife. Would you say that's a fair assessment? Oh, 100%. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> so we met last year on an investigation of Lep Castle. I was there with Mysterious Adventures Tours, and Shelly and Quiva and their team were the team that led us through the investigation. And you investigate there a lot. So maybe just let's start off by sort of filling in our listeners and viewers on some of the things that you've encountered at Lep Castle. Ooh. Well, we have plenty. Okay, you go first there. Um, we have seen a lot of like negative stuff when it comes to like the bloody chapel, um, where like we'll see ourselves affected, we'll see other people affected. Um, and in the past wee while, we've kind of realized that it's because of people interacting with the space when we're not there if you get what I mean. Mm. So we we have heard that different things are being done there um, while there's tours going on or during the day or uh, different, different bits and bobs. And we've had to come in and sort out different problems that have gone on in LEP. Um, but usually it's when, when we go to the gallery room or even in the bloody chapel on usual occasions, it is a lovely place yeah. to be. Yeah. It's just, um, as of recent, that's not, just, yeah, yeah. The, the odd, not so nice, shall we say, yeah. addition to the castle that perhaps shouldn't really be there. Yeah. Right. And of course, as as we know, and maybe some of our viewers and listeners know also, uh, Sean Ryan, the owner and his lovely wife, they actually live in the first floor of the castle. So they are surrounded by all of this all the time and yet manage to live a very normal life, wouldn't you yeah. say? They do indeed. Yeah. They, they, the way they look at it is um, they live alongside Annie spirits in the castle and it was theirs before they moved in so let's just work alongside and just go about our day-to-day -day business yeah they have a great attitude they really do mm. um question for you 
they are both musicians and certainly Sean is Sean is known all over the world. Yeah. Would you say that because there is so much music in the castle that that plays a part in keeping it relatively calm, except for like when you say some of these other groups have come in. Mm. Oh, definitely. Definitely. I mean, there's been times where we've been there and doing investigations and the place is nice and quiet or we're after going silent to see what's going on. And you can physically hear like a, a banqueting party from way back when and clinking of glasses. It is definitely has to be down to music. Yeah. Yeah. And the personality and the entire attitude of the family. Actually, that being said, on two different occasions, we've actually heard flute playing. Yeah, yeah. And we've heard a harp playing as well. Mm. Just like no one near them, uh, nobody doing anything weird, nobody on their phones, out of nowhere. Up in the gallery room. music. Yeah. That's wonderful because... A, a lot of people know it for being so dark because there have been American paranormal shows who have been there and investigated. And of course, they only bring out the dark side of it. So I'm so glad that you could tell us about the other side, the more positive yeah. side, that it is not all dark and negative. No, no, no it's no. lovely. We we just, we love going there and even just walking in, it's, you feel welcome. Do you know what I mean? Like, uh, you feel almost like Castle saying, back again, how are you? You know, it is. It's yeah. lovely. Yeah. There's a lovely atmosphere. Well, now, when when I was there, it was, it was a stormy night. Wow. Uh, it just lended itself to the whole, we're doing a paranormal investigation atmosphere. Um, before our group came, though, because you've told me this story before on, mm -hmm. on another podcast that we did, but a lot of people haven't heard this. Before we were there, you had a group in there that had a minister who had quite an alarming experience. Please yeah. tell our listeners about that. Do you want to? Um, so we, <laughs> we actually had a, I think he was a reverend yeah. um, in with his a his partner was actually doing video work for us that day. And um, basically he had come along with her to sort out bits and bobs and help her along and also enjoy an investigation. It was on his bucket list. He had never done it before. And we were all in the bloody chapel and we were doing an energy circle um, all holding hands. And we were also doing the experiment of seeing if, we could get the spirits to raise our hands uh, throughout the circle. Um, but this guy's hands went up so far in the air, holding onto other people's hands, and were literally outstretched, Looks looked like he was on a stretching machine, basically, yeah. and was almost being pulled off the ground. He was left on his tiptoes. Um, and we've never seen the likes of it, like, since or before it was crazy can i can i just step in there i was thinking about that an awful lot afterwards and where we had you know said our protection prayer and we've done our grounding and what's not and i sincerely feel we we haven't witnessed anything to that extent since and i am convinced that he kept himself open 
that he didn't ground to the extent that we did, that he almost didn't allow us to protect him either. And I am a firm believer that that's, I do believe that's what happened that time because like I said, that was more or less the only time we have seen something that extreme. Yeah. Like I genuinely thought at one stage we might have to call an ambulance, <laughs> yeah. you know? But thankfully, not a bother on him afterwards. But yeah, that's that's just my take on it. Right. Well, and and I trust your take because you have investigated there enough that yeah. that you know what is, shall we say, normal. Yeah. During an investigation, and what isn't normal. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So then our group comes, and we're up in the bloody chapel, and. Uh, who was it that's your channeler? I'm sorry, I forget his name. Joey. Joey. That's right. I should yeah. remember that. Jody and Joey. Uh, um, <laughs> he's, you know, he is getting a message that a woman in a white scarf should, is being requested to step into the middle of, of the circle, which I did without hesitation. My husband didn't like that I did it. Mm -hmm. I think he was sensing something. Um, and so I did. And um, I almost immediately could feel myself losing myself. And I, like you, I do all kinds of grounding and protection ahead of time. I call in my angels because I know better. Mm -hmm. And uh, still, um, because of your uh, situation with this gentleman before, um, had, had the sense to pull me out of that circle. But at the same time before that happened, Joey said he kept getting the message, you're going to be okay. You're going to be okay. Um, I'm, I'm thinking that maybe that was the murdered priest that was telling me that and that it was the supposed elemental that was trying to overtake me like it did the previous minister, yeah. pastor, yeah. reverend, whatever you want to call him. Would you say that's a fair assessment? Definitely, because we all spoke about it afterwards, and Joey did feel um, exactly what you're after saying now. Perhaps not necessarily. Again, you see, I find elemental a very loaded word, do you know? Um, right. But yeah, definitely something darker than what would normally be there. And you were definitely being protected. My angels. I did everything right. Yeah. Good. Thank you. It's good to know because, yeah. you know, for anybody who's listening to this, when they go into investigations, if, if they're feeling any, I'm, I'm trying to think of the word, any, any, if, if they're getting that gut feeling yeah. that, okay, something might not be good that happens here to definitely call in the angels. It's not that you still yeah. won't experience things, but you'll have that protection. Yeah, or if they're even feeling anxious or anything like that, where even calling in their angels where they feel that they're not going to be able to protect themselves enough, don't be embarrassed. Just take yourself out of space. There's nothing wrong with that, yeah. you know? Right. Just move yourself and even come back in after a couple of minutes. Just take a breather. Regroup. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Now, as, as Shelley said to me in, in our messaging yesterday, <laughs> a doozy of an angel story to tell me. I, I know my husband and I are like, ooh, yes, can't we hear this? Well, it's 
Quivas, yeah. Yeah. Quivas, um, okay. <laughs> so I we were actually investigating uh, Wicklow Jail. I want to say it was March, maybe January, February, March, first three months of the year. And we were all doing um, bits and bobs down in the basement and in the first floor cells. And uh, basically, for some strange reason, I had gotten a calling just to run right up the stairs the whole way to the top and have a look out onto the entire jail. So I get up to the top. I'm looking the entire way down the jail where I can see literally every cell, every person, you know, everything. Um, and I knew for a fact that there was no one on the second floor. There was no one on the third floor. That was it. It was just the first floor and the basement that were being used at that point. So I'm looking across and for some strange reason, I'm just holding onto this barrier. I'm looking straight across the jail and out of nowhere, I see like what... <laughs> I can only exp it, it only describe as a shadow figure with full full wings, and I'm looking I'm looking across the jail and I'm like, what is going on? What am I seeing? And this shadow figure grabs onto the barrier the whole way across the jail, grabs onto the barrier, and literally jumps off and down to the first floor, and then disappears. And I. I honestly, I got such a fright because I was like, what is going on? But I ran back down the stairs to everybody else. And I was like, it's time for me to go for a coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Fixes everything. Yeah. So I literally were on the way home from the investigation that night. And I decided to try and look up stories and anything and describing this figure. And nothing's coming up nothing's coming up and then i find these two stories from different people um talking about the angel of death and i i'm like okay what is this why did i see this and it's basically this angel that you you'll see if they need to carry souls into the afterlife and then bringing souls into the afterlife and obviously with the jail being such a hectic place yeah and so many spirits being there, it was like, oh my God, I'm after seeing basically an angel come to take spirits to the afterlife, take them to heaven, finally, they're ready to go. And I've never been so shocked in my life and I actually haven't really talked about it since. No, yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> uh. Well, I'm, I'm so glad that you did. Yeah, the angel of death is Azrael, and that's exactly mm -hmm. what Azrael does is comes to, to take people you know across and everything and also to comfort those who are left behind yeah. that yeah. is so cool oh my gosh I'm so happy that you had that experience the only mm -hmm. tricky part is and it makes absolute sense that Azrael would be in the in the the gay old the jail um because mm -hmm. Azrael can go either dark or light it just depends on the situation. And of course, knowing what gales and jails are all about, um, it's yes. There are yeah. a lot of a lot of souls there that linger yeah. and, and need need to cross over. Yeah. So, so so what does your team have coming up in the near future? Do you oh. want to tell them? No. Uh you're far away. So <laughs> um, <laughs> 
We actually, so over the last few months, we've gotten a lot of messages from parents of teenagers who are really interested in the likes of the YouTubers of like Sam and Colby and Dark Arts TV and obviously want to go and have experiences and do that sort of thing. Um, I know myself, God, it's it's only a few years since I had to sneak into my first investigation because I was 17. <laughs> so obviously we were trying to find a way around that for the last few years um, and like thinking about it every which way. Um, but it seems like we have gotten the go ahead to set up workshops. So where we bring in the teens Paranormal and their parents, parents yeah. to teach them the the, how to use the equipment and bring them on their own investigation around different places and how to look after themselves yeah. as well when doing so yeah so we are so excited to start yeah. doing that soon what a great idea oh my god i am so happy for you that's i mean bam that's that's awesome yeah we're looking forward so, to it yes very much so uh, now, people I know can follow you on, on Facebook, Paranormal Adventures Ireland. Uh, mm -hmm. Where else can they follow you? Well, we Are you have, on Instagram or TikTok? Or? We have Instagram. We have TikTok. We have Twitter that we do not use. <laughs> yeah. um, and we're trying to get back into using our YouTube eventually. It was supposed to start at the start of the year, but everything being so busy as we are, it's just kind of gotten left on the long finger. So that will eventually happen. But if if when it does happen, we'll be updating yeah. people on our Facebook, our TikTok, and our Instagram. So they're our main three. And Jodie, nice. can I just add something there? Hun? I was just thinking, it just came to me just now um, with regards to different stories. Um, do you have time for another little quick one? Absolutely. We have all the time in the world. <laughs> okay. Well, it's not, I suppose you wouldn't, well, I suppose spirit guide as opposed to angel. So someone who was previously here would be my belief of a spirit guide, right? But also a guardian angel. But um, not so long ago, a few years back, my son, Oren, he had chronic, chronic asthma. He was severe, very, very bad. And um he ended up being rushed to hospital and he was getting sicker and sicker and his saturation levels were getting worse and worse and the doctors were going, what do we do here? Are we going to have to induce coma or something? What, you know? And um, just out of the blue, uh, I don't know, do, do you know the Cure? The group? Right? Well, they're a brilliant band, one of my favourites. But one of their songs started playing on the radio in the nurses' station. And it was also my brother's favorite band. Now he's since passed, but I remember hearing the song that came on. It was a particular favorite of ours. I thought, Oren's going to be absolutely fine. I feel like Martin is here telling me and looking after my little man and telling me he's going to be okay and to relax and chill. And literally as that song came on, Oren's saturation levels started going up and up after hours of drop and drop and drop and just out of the blue and I'm convinced spirit guide. Yeah. Absolutely. yeah. Yes. Yes. They're, they're all here looking out for us. We just need to be open, you know, 
yeah. to things like that. And, and, and remember to say, thank you. Absolutely. I don't think we thank them enough. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. And ask for well, your help when you need it. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Thank you yeah. for sharing that. I mean, that's a beautiful story. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And okay. thank you, Shelly and Quiva, for coming on Survivor Angels. Thank you for having us. It was lovely to see you again. Perhaps Perhaps we'll tell it's a <laughs> we will hopefully we will see each other in person again in the not too distant future. Absolutely. Yes. Fingers crossed. Yes. Well, happy, safe investigating. Thank, thank you, you so very much. much. Thanks again for joining Chaplain Jody on Survivor Angels. For more information, go to chaplainjody.me. That's chaplainjody.me. And on Facebook at Survivor Angels-Chaplain Jody. Sound effects for the show created by Andre Opate and provided by Pixbay. This is Dave Schrader. Until next time, sending you off to activate your angels.